Bidzy Small Business Society number 185. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Beresoff. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Hey guys, quick message to let you know I've teamed up with Audible and I wanted to give you the opportunity to try their platform free for 30 days. And along with that 30-day free trial is a free audiobook download from a library of over 180,000 titles. I recently listened to Tim Ferriss's 4-Hour Workweek and you'll find other audiobooks from great entrepreneurs like Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, Robert Kiyosaki, as well as tons of other nonfiction and fiction authors. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy, B-I-D-S-Y. Try it free for 30 days. There's no obligation. You've got nothing to lose and a free audiobook download to gain. That's at audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today, I am talking to Justin Glover. Justin is an entrepreneur, speaker, and co-founder of Results513.com. In 2008, Justin quit his three corporate jobs and started searching for a way to make money online. After some hard lessons that we hope he'll share today, he hired a mentor and shortly after sold six figures in product. His business has grown to nearly $2 million in sales, and now he uses his knowledge and expertise to help others achieve big results online. You can learn more at results513.com and on his podcast, The Results 513 Show in iTunes. Big welcome, Justin. I've given a brief overview here, but can you tell us a little bit more about yourself than about what projects you're working on today? Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Glad to be here for sure. Um, As far as more about me, you pretty much covered it. I'm I'm a husband. uh, I'm a father. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a triathlete, which is something fairly new. Uh, it's a new addition to my life, which is really, really exciting. And and just uh, it's created this whole new level of energy in my life that I didn't even t- realize was possible for. So that's a lot of fun. Um, in terms of what projects I'm working on, uh, I've got a project called Results Club. That's the primary thing that I'm, I'm, I'm working on, which is basically uh, a 15-week process that's allows anyone to accomplish their next major milestone. It basically teaches the skill of superhuman goal achievement is sort of what it does. Yep, we'll be sure to link up the results club in your show notes. Triathlons, Justin, I'm sure these present their own set of challenges that sort of parallel the business landscape as well, right? It does. It's, uh, whenever I signed up um, for my very first one, it was happening about 12 days after I was signing up. And at that, oh, wow. <laughs> in that moment, I kind of thought I, I may have went crazy or something because I, I had, I hadn't run since like seventh grade. And, I, and the most that I had ran since was like, I run like an eighth mile and I'm like wanting to quit and, and say, okay, so I'm 
didn't have that going for me. I didn't even own a bicycle and didn't really swim that much either. So I just sort of went for it. It sounded like a cool challenge. And I was like, all right, well, let me do it. And I, I followed what I, what I consider to be the formula for success in anything. And two weeks later I was, I was competing and finished my first triathlon. So it was, it was definitely fun. And I, I immediately signed up for my second one to, uh, to keep the momentum going. And I've just been off and running ever since. So Cool. Now that's awesome. Yeah. And I'm sure again, some of those challenges parallel uh, your entrepreneurial journey as well. So I want you to take us back to the moment in time, that decision to leave the corporate world and go out on your own. What did you see as an opportunity to launch an online business and further help people in launching their own online businesses, Justin? So for me, uh, back then I was like you said in the intro, working three jobs. So roughly a hundred hours a week was being spent three different jobs. So um, the first one was like 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. type of job working under a school bus. The big yellow school buses that you see, I, my job was to install air conditioning units in them, um, which is not nearly as fun as it sounds. But after <laughs> that, I would go to like right up the street. I'd go, in, well, I'd, I'd go in and I would shower, change clothes, and then go up the street to an outback steakhouse where I waited tables. And uh, then in addition to that, nights that I wasn't waiting tables and bartending and on the weekends – uh, I was mowing yards and had my own little landscaping thing that I was I was trying to do, building flower beds and that sort of thing. Um, so the moment for me was actually, I don't know, hour 10 or 11 of one of those 12-hour days underneath the school bus. It was really hot. And just I, I asked the question, maybe I didn't ask it before, but I, the question that I asked was, is this really, like, really what I'm supposed to be doing for, like, why I'm here? <laughs> and I didn't know the the precise answer of like what what the answer was but i knew the answer to that question was no like i'm i'm meant for more i'm supposed to do do more here this isn't it and so that sort of triggered me to go home and just go to the the google machine and like i don't know what i type but like probably something like how to start a business or how to make money on the internet or something and and that sort of started the the whole journey that i went on Awesome, man. And I think you're talking to a lot of those people right now, Justin, that may be on the cusp of taking that entrepreneurial leap. And I hope that we're giving them the inspiration to, you know, just act on it, to go for it and just pursue those those passions. Now, you're enjoying success, but it likely wasn't always that way. Take us back to your biggest challenge in business or otherwise, but what sticks out in your mind as your biggest challenge? And here we're looking for some actionable steps that you took to embrace and overcome that challenge. Got it. So for me, I think that at the time of us having this conversation, the biggest challenge was was my most recent. And uh, I, the short version is, I had to I I had to overcome depression. Right. Like I got to a point uh, I had built. You know, I, I started. I was underneath the school bus, and then I started. Was back in two thousand and eight. I started the the first business and was, was fortunate enough. I, I figured it out after a few months, I blew through quite a bit of money initially, but then I, I connected with a mentor, as you said, and I, I figured it out and I started gaining some success. And I, I built my first company to seven figures in sales. And I was like, okay, this is really cool. I'm, I'm starting to get the hang of it. And I started a second one. I did the same thing, uh, with that company, but in a lot shorter period of time. And so Things are going really well, and then I started my third company, which is Results 513's company I have now. Um, and then they kind of started not going so well, and I, I watched sort of one by one these these things just sort of crumble and and fall, and like the, the business is shut down, 
Um, you know, everything just sort of got really, really bad to the point where my current business partner was, she was ready to leave, like saying, okay, because of you, for lack of a better word, because of you, I, I, I can't do this. I'm, I'm leaving. And even the person that I considered my, my mentor at the time, like he was saying, I, I've got to take a step back. Like it's, it's too much. And so finally I, I, I went to the doctor and I to, to get prescribed some pills basically. Like he, he said, you're depressed. You need these depression pills. And I didn't really like that idea. Um, of, of, I don't like the idea of, of being addicted to anything or, or pills, but, but I got, I found myself there, right? Regardless of what I like or don't like, that's where I found myself. And, uh, I remember like there was, it was three days after I, I had went to the doctor and I had been taking these pills for like three days. Um, I got to the point where I was laying in bed and I, I really, I didn't want to wake up the next morning for, uh, like I, I was, I was questioning it. Like, would it, would it be easier if I just didn't wake up? I, I think it wow. would. And I, that's, that thought was the first time that I'd ever thought that. And it, and it scared me quite frankly. And so I said, okay, I'm going to make a deal with myself here. If, because I had all these stories going on in my mind, like I, I'm, I, I'm not good enough. The first, you know, th- that everything I've done so far has been a fluke. Like I won't be able to do it again. Uh, I'm not worthy enough, like all of these lies and stories and things that I had been building up in my head. And so I'm laying there, I'm saying, okay, there's, there's two ways to live, right? Like, so I'm going to wake up in the morning and if I do wake up, like I'm, I'm giving up right now. And if I'm not supposed to be here, then, then I, I won't wake up. But if I do wake up, then that means I'm supposed to be here. It means these stories I'm telling myself are not true. And I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to make the decision. If I do wake up tomorrow, I'm going to start doing things differently. And the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go outside and I'm going to go for a walk and just give thanks and be grateful for everything that I currently have. Because at that point, it had been quite a while since I had done that. And, you know, I through this whole entrepreneurial journey, I've been I'm, I'm not like I wasn't it's not like I wasn't trying. I was pumping personal development gurus and uh, Tony Robbins and all these, like I was actively working 24 hours a day. Like I was listening to this stuff and like trying to get out of this funk and I just couldn't. And I didn't understand why. And so I I got to that point that night and I realized, you know what, if I get up, I'm just going to start by doing the one thing that I know I can do. And that's be grateful for what I got. And, um, you know what? I did wake up the next morning. That morning when I woke up, I, I had this whole new feeling about everything. Like I, I, I felt glad to be alive. I felt excited to be alive. And I went for this walk. And um, as far as like getting out of it, that was the first few steps of me getting out of, of that and, and like coming out of it. And, and the results club, this project that I'm now working on and so passionate about, it came as a result of that walk because on that walk, I realized, like I, I got, I had this thought that, that just came into my mind so strong, and I realize now that it was, you know, call it God, call it your my higher self, call it whatever you want, my angels, whatever, um, that was giving me direct guidance and saying, look, the, the thought was simply this, it, because it, it came on so strong, it was like, okay, there's something to this thought, like it, it, I recognize it as as being my thought, but it's like, it's different. Like I need to listen to this thought. And this thought was simply this, Justin, you can get yourself out of this. You have that capability. And in order to do so, the first thing you have to do is get really, really clear 
on what it is that you want to create. What outcome do you want to create in your life? Get really clear on that. And that's all I got. That was the only thought that I had. That's where the thought stopped. But I knew in that moment, as the thought sort of came, I knew that, okay, this is the answer. Like, I, I just felt it, right? Like, I don't exactly know how I knew, but I just knew in that moment, okay, if I do this, this is the first step of me getting out of this funk that I've been in for me turning things around for me really stepping into my power and living the life that I was meant to live. So, yeah, I was going to say that life that you're destined to live. And it sounds like, you know, within the matter of, you know, a day or whatever it was, 12 hours, you started seeing the world through a whole new lens. I just want to say, Justin, thanks for sharing that personal story. That means a lot to, to me. It means a lot to the Small Business Society. And I just want to ask, so would you say that you were too emotionally tied up in your business, too close to it? It sounded like you may have been defining yourself and your worth, like your self-worth based on the success of your business. Am I hearing that right? Oh, yeah. You heard that loud and clear, which... Now looking back, it's like, how could you not like everything like there that was so much of it. What you just said, like connecting my self-worth to the results I was creating, like, cause it, like it wasn't matching up and there was so many stories and things going on in my head. I was, it just, it wasn't a pretty place. <laughs> well, thanks again for that personal story. Really appreciate it, man. Let's flip it. Let's talk about your rewards. Why is it so great to be Justin Glover? <laughs> why has it been so great? So <laughs> I would say, first of all, for me, um, I have a very, very balanced life. Like I get to hold that a lot. Um, every, I consider every day now, like it's, it's the perfect day. As a matter of fact, I, I, I have this template that I've created. It's a super basic, like Excel spreadsheet template that starts quite early in the morning at like four, just because like I mentioned at the opening of the show, like I've got a few other things going on, family, triathlon, like businesses, that kind of thing. So I've organized it in a way where it's very, very balanced. Um, and like I start my day with, it's called the perfect day template, right? And I start my day, just I make sure that I, I try to live that thing as perfectly as possible. Um, and it just has like from say 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. I spend that time me. That's, that's me time. And then by the, you know, I immediately go into about the time I'm finishing up my morning routine and workout and that sort of thing. My family's waking up and I'm spending that time with them and I get to take my daughter to school and hang out with my wife before the day really starts. And then that leads right into me starting to work. And I, I get into this flow state and like, so the work, like I love what I do. And so like I, I end up working and then I, I end the day with family time. So it's, I've, I've had a lot of I've spent a lot of time really looking back and saying, okay, like, what is it that I, like, what would be the perfect day for me? And I've sort of designed that. And like, so that's to answer your question, like, why is it good to be me? That's why I think it's good because every day is like the perfect day for me because that's the way I've set it up. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Talk quickly. What do you mean by the flow state, Justin? Have you ever seen the movie Limitless? I have, yes. There's this pill that he can take. It's called NZT, and it like expands his mind and makes him know, like use the full capacity of his brain. And so whenever I start work, like there's a few a few things that I can do that I, I picked up a lot of them from Tony Robbins. So if you've ever been to a Tony Robbins event, he you, you leave that like being able to put yourself in state at will, right? And I think that's very important whenever you go to build a business, when it comes time to, to work on the business, like you got to be able to shift, or at least for me, I got to be able to shift from, 
you know, silly daddy playing family guy to stepping into business and being able to call forth the business owner that's going to get stuff done while I'm there. And so I turn on certain music and I, I got this little uh, ketosis like drink that I put and I drink this little green drink and like just sort of I'm jumping around getting my, my energy, like getting into the state of just creating that flow. And then once I, once I, I, I open up, okay, here are my to do's for this next block of time. Uh, I'm just in a lot better state and, and I just plow through them. So that's sort of what I call, I call that NZT. It says NZT time on my, on my calendar. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but I, I usually just refer to it as flow state because not everybody's seen that movie. <laughs> Yep. Awesome. Love it. I hope people can pick out their own iteration of that NZT time. Justin, love it. Now, Justin, what's been most effective in engaging with and growing your client base? Help the up and coming entrepreneur understand what it takes to gain some traction in a crowded and noisy marketing and social media landscape. Great question. So I think, um, you know, I, I get new customers by consistently providing value on multiple platforms is, is sort of the short, the short answer. So things like Snapchat, uh, my email list, Facebook, um, through our podcast, there's lots and lots and lots of channels when it comes to getting the word out. Um, and, and lots, I don't, I don't use all of them. I've, I've tried that approach at one point. And so I use the ones that I like, and honestly, I use the ones that fit into, to my perfect day. So I, I create content on, a pretty ongoing basis, but I do it in different uh, different contexts throughout my day. So I do my Snapchat while I'm, I'm driving sometimes or immediately after I, a workout or like when I'm doing other things, like they fit into my schedule. And so um, I think regardless of what platform you use, one of the keys to consistently getting with getting new clients and or growing an audience and connecting with that audience is just to consistently provide value on those platforms. So the consistency is, is the main thing. Awesome. Now talking about those different channels, in your opinion, what is going to be the dominant social media platform in 12 to 24 months and why? 12 to 24 months, I would say, uh, you know, Snapchat's probably going to make a really strong run during that period. Much you look much further than that. You never know. Like anything could come out of nowhere and uh, and, and just take over overnight. We we've, we've seen that happen. Um, but I think Snapchat's going to be definitely one that uh, a lot of people are going to go through. Uh, and the reason why, because I, two reasons really. I think number one, it forces authenticity. Like you, I guess you could have somebody else uh, log in and do the snaps for you, but they're not seeing you, and so. Most of the time, Snapchat is face to face with the owner. In some in some cases, you know, the owner who isn't really face to face and, and authentic in other aspects. Like it brings that authenticity to the business, which I think is what attracts more clients anyway. Um, and at the same time, it also fosters creativity. It gives the freedom of not while not being perfect, you can still, if you're an artist like you or of any kind, you can do some really really creative stuff with the tools and the things that they give you. Um, so that's sort of my my take on. It. I think those two are both are both very very important things uh, to look at and consider when whenever uh, you're looking at a platform. And I think you know Snapchat does both of those well. So uh, the big brands are moving to it. A lot of them already have, and I, I think it's going to make a really strong run in there uh, in the next 12 24 months. 
Yeah, cool. Yeah, there's a lot of people, including yourself, Justin, that are doing some great stuff on Snapchat. Man, I got to get on that thing. I'm not on it yet. Never have done it, but got to get on there. Wow. Now, talk about this. Which influencers do you follow online or otherwise for your own motivation and inspiration? You know, there's a lot of people. Um, Tony Robbins is is pretty consistently coming up in, in my uh, in my schedule, my training schedule. Uh, I'm listening to a lot of different different people a lot. I mean, so it's, it seems, it's funny because sometimes the right, that the exact thing that I need to hear, it's just there whenever I, I, I go to YouTube many, many times, like if I'm stuck on something, I'll just go to YouTube and the first video I see or felt compelled to click on, like that's exactly what I needed to hear. And so I get a lot of inspiration like that. And sometimes these are people that I've never heard of, but also at a, to answer the question a different way, I, I think a lot of something that's very influential to me in, in my businesses are my customers, the good ones and the quote unquote bad ones, right? Not, not there's really any bad customers, but there are definitely customers that I've had to fire before that I'd, like, I don't really like to, to work with that type of person. Um, and, and I think as a business owner, that's, that's fine. But these customers teach me what I like and what I don't like. They also provide that instant feedback that really allow me to grow something amazing, which is what I'm focused on. It's what I'm doing is I want to build something awesome that helps a lot of people and the absolute best feedback that I can get are the people that are going through it, my customers. And so listening to them, like I, I get a lot. I'm very much inspired by just having conversations with my customers. I just listen and then I take that feedback and I, I adjust. And so it's a, it's a great win-win relationship there. You hear that, everybody? It's not just those A-listers you're finding on your social media. Listen to your customers. Now, Justin, I'm going to be shifting here towards the end a little bit. I want to ask you this. Do you love to win or hate to lose and why? I love to win. Um, you know, I I think hate to lose is, is, is fine. Um, but when I personally think about that in comparison to loving to win, it just kind of feels like it comes with tension and pressure and deadlines and all that kind of stuff. Um, the competition, like when I think about love to win, I think more of it like, okay, it's, it's effortless winning. Like it's, I am winning because I'm, I'm just that good and it's easy and fun and effortless. And if I got a choice between the two, I'm going to pick that all day long. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do realize that it's not always how winning happens, but it's, it's just the way that I view it. So for me, the answer would be love to win. Now you mentioned family time there a little bit and some of the other things that you're doing, but, uh, what are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day? Uh, yeah, so I don't, you know, I don't have many stressful days. Um, they still happen. Um, and, and when they do, you know, the reason I don't have a lot of stressful days is because my day ends with family time. Um, and, and it ends with me doing, you know, I spend family time and then I've got a nightly ritual that I follow where I go for a walk around the block and I, I take some time to, <laughs> I prep for what I call morning Justin. So I take care of morning Justin, the, the guy that wakes up when the alarm goes off at 4.07. Um, <laughs> I want to take care of him as much as possible because, the, you know, so that involves things like setting out clothes and uh, just setting out water and like just getting everything. So I got to just, I got to just go through the motions when I get up. So I spend time doing that. Um, I also go through a process where I'll, I'll read or listen to an audio book. As I walk, um, I'll meditate and just sort of spend some quiet time. And really a big focus for me is I like to think about, I like to look at the next day um, and think about, not really plan it, 
but I think about what's exciting about tomorrow. Like what, what excites me? And I try to find at least one thing at night uh, to really hold on to as I'm going to bed that, that excites me about the next day. Because I believe that excitement is our physical, it's our physical body's translation of like it's, it's our way, it's our body's way of telling us, okay, if, if the, the reason you're excited is because you're doing the thing that you're meant to be doing here. And so that's the way that I interpret it. And so for me, I, I love to, to focus on the things that excite me. And so I like looking at that at the end of the night, but that's sort of how I wind my day down. Yeah, that excited, that hopeful, that optimistic approach. Love it, man. Now boil this thing down for us. What is the one piece of advice you want to leave with our listeners, especially that corporate nine to fiver with a good idea about just taking that leap and succeeding as an entrepreneur like you have, Justin? Got it. So if, if somebody's listening to this, if you're listening to this, um, I would, I would call you, you're, you fall into the category of an achiever, right? Regardless of what you have accomplished, you are an achiever because you're simply listening to something like this. So the one thing that all achievers have in common is that, is that they all have goals. They all set and accomplish goals. Um, so if you think about one of your goals right now, whatever that is, is something big, it, it could be vague, it could be clear, depends on how, how well you've defined it. Think about that right now. Here's exactly how you can basically guarantee the accomplishment of it. And it's three steps, right? Step one is get clear on what you want. You have to understand exactly what outcome you were trying to create. So I'm talking about getting super, super, way more clear than you've ever gotten before. Because the clearer you get, there will be this sort of unexplainable momentum and encouragement and excitement that starts to build up. And that's the first step is getting clear on what it is that you want to, to occur. The second thing is once you, once you know what you want, you have to create a proven plan. So create something that you are certain that if I take this step, then that step, then that step, I will get this end result. So creating that proven plan, figuring out what are the steps that I need to take? What are the milestones that I need to hit to hit in order to accomplish this one big goal that I have? And the third step in this three step process is you got to follow through on that plan you created. So many people create plans and then they, they don't stick with them. They fall off. They, they stick with them for a little bit and then they lose momentum for one reason or another. And the way that you do that is just by, well, lots of different ways. I, I call it getting leverage on yourself and there's lots of different styles of leverage, forms of leverage. You can you know have leverage on yourself in the form of accountability partners. Uh, you can have you know, money that you put into a pot on a regular basis that it's distributed to other people if you don't do it, the things that you're supposed to, whatever, right? Like there's lots of different ways that you can get leverage. So that's the three-step process. You got an idea, you got a business, um, you got a goal that you want to accomplish, whatever it is, three steps, get super clear on what that is. Step two, create a proven plan to get there. Step three, do what you need to do to stick with that plan. Awesome. Justin, great stuff. If people want to learn more about this and learn more about your insights, how can they connect? So the best way would probably be going to results513.com slash club. That's the best way to learn more. You're going to learn about the results club at, at that link, which is basically what I'm, it's my primary thing that I'm working on. Um, that walks you through that three-step process that I just explained. Uh, that'll also allow you to get on my email list, and from there you'll be able to plug into other channels like Snapchat or podcast and all of that. So results513.com slash club will get you there. Uh, you can also email me. All the info is, is there. 
Justin, we'll be sure to include all of the links in your show notes page, including a link to your podcast, man. This has been great. Thank you for taking the time to join us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate being here. Looking for more great audio content? Go to audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy for a free audiobook download and access to a library of over 180,000 titles. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 